Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Somebody put your hands together. Go ahead. Put your hands together. And give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen. How many traded your sorrows this morning? After you've traded your sorrow, then God fights for you. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together. And give the Lord a shout. Amen, amen, and amen. Please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Are you here this morning? Wow, what a blessing to know that God is fighting for us. You know, sometimes the amazing things that the Lord does for us, we don't even see it. Hallelujah. Had they not been the Lord who has been on our side, many things would have overcome us. Many, many things would have put us down. We would not be where we are today. So anytime you see yourself alive and breathing, it's an opportunity to thank God. Hallelujah. It means God has not finished with you. Amen. There's a good reason for you to give thanks to God and to bless his name. Amen. Somehow, even in our mistakes, in not so good of our behaviors, how many understand what I'm talking about? Sometimes you even wonder, what does God see in you that he keeps blessing you? Hallelujah. Yeah, that means God has not finished with you. Because the, the story of the people that God gave talent. Bible says he gave some five and he gave the other one two. And he gave one to the last person. The five made other five. He worked with it and he made other five. The two also made other two. They all operated at 100% of their capacity. But the one who had one. Bible says he dig the ground and he buried the talent. And when the Lord came, the only thing the Lord did is that, well, if you have not done what I needed you to do, then you have forfeited your purpose of living. Bible says he took the one talent and he was cast into outer darkness. Hallelujah. And how many of us can see that there are things we know that God will have us to do, but we have not done it? Hello? Oh, only eight people. Are there things that you know you need to do? There are prayers that you know you need to pray these prayers. There are people you know you need to pray for them. There are people you, need, you know you need to really call them 
intercede for their salvation, you have not yet done it. There are people you know you need to say sorry to them, you have not done it. Yeah. But somehow, we are not treated like the one who was given the one talent. God has not called us home. But this person, when the Lord came, Bible says, he said, give their one talent to the one who had ten. And he was cast to outer darkness. And there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that describes funeral. It is only funeral that people wail. And they gnash their teeth and they cry. He said, you have forfeited your purpose of living. And some of us, not only have we not done what the Lord will have us to do, but we have been on the devil's side, helping people to go to hell by our activities. You've made yourself like carnivores. Anytime you eat, somebody must die. For you to be full, it means somebody must die. Your happiness means somebody's backsliding. And all this, God has winked at it, and we still have life. Hallelujah. That is to tell you that God has something for your life. That is to tell you that God has not finished with us at all. Hallelujah. How many are going to allow God to do with your life what he has in mind? Yeah, so as you are sitting down, your only prayer I want you to pray is that lift your voice and say to the Lord, Lord, may I fulfill your purpose, the reason for which you have delivered me, you have saved me, the time you did, the reason for which you have brought me even to where I'm sitting. May that reason be fulfilled in my life. Go ahead and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Pray. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord, the Lord, may I not exit this life. Hey, may I fulfill your purpose. Lord, oh God, your mercies and your goodness is so real in my life. I can see your helping hand. I can see, I can see how gracious you have been to me. I have not been the best. Oh, yes, a Christian, but Lord, somehow... You keep forgiving, showing me mercy, blessing me. Oh, yes, and your grace, your grace, your grace is what has brought me to where I am. Oh, yes, I acknowledge it. But our prayer this morning is that, Lord, all the life that depends on us, may we fulfill your purpose. May we fulfill hey, the reason for which, oh God, you saved us, for which you delivered us. Oh, yes, Lord, this is our prayer. Ah, Mahuta, Riandi, Muta, Bande. Lord, we say with Paul this morning, what will you have us to do? Hey, like Paul on the way to Damascus, he said to the Lord, Hey, Lord, what will you have me to do? Somebody lift your hands, lift your hands and say, Lord, what will you have me to do? What will you have me to do? 
I have been, oh God, the king over my life. I have organized my own life for all these years. But Lord, now I want to resign for you to take over. I want you to be in charge of my life. You know the thoughts that you have for me. You know the plans you plan towards me. You created me for your purpose. You saved me for your reason, for your will, Lord. May I live for that purpose in the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Uh, let's read from verse number 4. Let's see verse number 4. Okay. Let's see. Go to verse number 3 and let's start from there. Bible says, For ye are yet carnal, for as uh, whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions, and are not, are ye not carnal, sorry, and walk as men? Verse number 4. For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos. Are ye not carnal? Continue. Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? But ministers. Somebody say by ministers. But ministers by whom ye believe. Even as the Lord gave to every man. So the Bible says is that there are people... According to this scripture, Bible says that who is Paul and who is Apollos? Then he comes to explain who Paul and Apollos is. He said they are ministers, okay, by whom we believe. So for people to believe and to be born again, it takes ministers. Hallelujah. It takes somebody like you to minister to the person, to tell the person about salvation, that God loves him. You will not have to go to hell. You will have to go to heaven. That is what it means to minister. You are serving the person with the word of God. Then the last bit. Can we read the last bit? One, go. Oh, let's start, let's start all together. One, go. Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? But ministers by whom... Even as the Lord gave to every man. In other words, God has given somebody to some, everyone to be born again. If you see somebody who is not yet born again, it means that person's minister has not arrived. There are people who go to hell not because of me, because of you. Because there are people that God has tied to your life. Without you, my sister, they will never end up in heaven. Because everyone has somebody. It's like the legs of a table. You know, the table has four legs. If one is removed, the three cannot compensate. The three cannot remove themselves and be. Do you understand? There are people that only you, God is trusting and entrusting people Onto, with your life, that through your life, do you understand what I'm saying? That through your life, some people 
will go to heaven. If you don't do it, the people will go to hell. I will never be able to do that because God has attached those people to your life. Are you here? How does it say it in another translation? Do we have any other translation? After all, who is Apollos and who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believed the good news. Each of us did the work the Lord gave us. Do you understand? When you do the work God has given you, not now he's given, he gave you the work. That's why he saved you. When you do the work the Lord gave you, some people will be saved. And I like the King James. He said, they are ministers through whom we believe. Even us, the Lord gives to everyone. So the short prayer I want you to pray is that, Lord, anyone who needs to go to heaven because of me. Hello? I want you to pray. Sit down and pray this prayer that anyone who needs to go to heaven because of me. Anyone who needs to avoid hell because of me. Lord, I'm praying. Use my life. May they not go to hell. Are you there? This is the basis of your judgment. That when you go to heaven and all the people who needs to be in heaven are in hell, you will have to be judged for. So I want you to pray this prayer. That Lord, anyone who needs to escape hell because of me, please help me. Please help me by your grace, by your spirit, to lead them somehow. Let them, let them not go to hell in the mighty name of Jesus. For just a short minute, lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and say, Lord, everyone that you have given me. Oh, yes. Mahata Sante. May I be like Paul to others. May I be like Apollos to others. Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? Oh, but ministers. Oh, through whom we believe. Even as the Lord has given to everyone. Lord, oh God. Who are the people that must come to you because of me? Lord, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. By your grace and by your mercies. May I. May I be the link, Lord. May I be the lifeline to their deadlines. May I be the reason they will escape eternal hell. May I be the reason, Lord. Anyone that must come to heaven, Lord, we are praying. We are calling on you. Help us, oh yes, to do ah, your will, the purpose for which you saved us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We give you all glory, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, somebody lift your voice and say, Lord, help me. I will do it this time. 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 Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. Yes, maybe you think that you are too quiet. Maybe you are too shy. Maybe you think that you don't know much. Maybe you think that when you do it, they will not mind you. But God is telling you this morning, I can use you. I can use you. What is it that is in your hand? I can use you. He used the rod that was in the hands of Moses. 
he was able to use the five loaves and two fishes. He would turn into something. Oh, Mahata Basota. Rondili Mahandote Mahata. Jesus, Mahuta. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. All right. And it's time for us to take our offering. But before you take it, I want to share a scripture with you. Go straight to Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 27. Verse number 30. Is it there in your Bible? Okay. Leviticus chapter 27. Those of us who only have the New Testament today, I've got you. <laughs> Leviticus chapter 27. I'm reading from verse number 30. All right. The Bible says, undo what you did. The sound is, was better before now. Hello. All right. And all the tithes of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the land, is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. And if a man will at all redeem out of his tithes, he shall add there to the fifth path thereof. Hallelujah. Are you there? I'm sure you don't understand it. <laughs> you know, when the Bible talks about land, it's not talking about, in those days, there were not, we did not have architects, we did not have computer scientists, we did not have, uh, uh, what do you call it, consultants, businessmen, and all that. All they had was their land. So the land represented their business. Do you understand? Their land was their occupation. It was their livelihood, their sustenance. Everything came from the land, whatever you are doing. Even if you cannot farm, somebody will farm on it and you get some uh, produce. Karabu, are you understanding that? Yeah. So the land is your uh, profession and all that. And the Bible is saying that if a man go to the thirty. And all the tithes of the land. So all the tithes, okay, of your business, of your profession, of your handiwork as an artisan, all the tithes, the tent of it, whether it's of the seed of the land, whether you got it from the business itself or somebody planted, or of the fruits of the ground, okay, of the tree, it is the Lord's, it is holy unto the Lord. Hallelujah. And it says that, and if any man will redeem it, if you use your tithe, you are not the first to use your tithe. You are not the first. So if you use your tithe, <laughs> if any man will at all redeem out of his tithe, he shall add unto the faith part thereof. He said, if you use your tithe, then you need to pay 20%. Are you understanding that? 
So I'm coming to take 20%. All the people who... <laughs> because, the, you see, the Bible is telling you that the tithe is not yours to begin with. It is the Lord's and it is holy unto him. So you may think that it's easier to use your tithe. No. When you use it, you need to now pay 20%. Can we have a different translation? Maybe you may think that NLT. Let, let's start from the beginning, take and see. One-tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain from the fields or fruits from the trees, belongs to the Lord and must be set apart to him as holy. Amen. Must be set apart. Don't miss the tent with your money. It's not it's set it apart as holy. Holy means special. If you want to buy back the lost tent of the grains or fruits, you must pay its value plus 20%. So even I reduced it. You must add. So the value of the tithe plus 20%. I'm sure that you are encouraged never to use the lost tithe. Because when you, even 10%, you are, by the time you add 20% to the 10, by the time you use 20, the 10% and you need to pay and it becomes complex. Are you here? Now, why do we pay the tithe? You know, this is um, feeding five to seven months. So everyone, you need this book. Why non-tithers become poor and how tithing Christians can be rich. Okay. Yeah. You need this book. I know that we were sharing about it in July. But I want us to. Because you need to get the complete picture. Hallelujah. Believe God. Believe God. The problem that we have in the Christian race today is that people don't have even the word of God. People, they don't even know the word of God to believe it. People only have hearsay. What they heard somebody saying and whether the person was quoting the right scripture or not. That is why you need different Bibles. When you read the King James and you don't understand, you read it, you get it. So always you, because it's the word of God that will never pass away. That is why the Bible says that when the enemy comes, when Satan comes, he doesn't take your shoe. He doesn't want your shirt. He doesn't want your car. He comes for the word. Hallelujah. Yeah, because when the sower went to sow, you see, the Bible said the fowls of the air, they come and they catch. They come to take the word because the, the, the potential of the word in you is more than you can imagine. The word is what will bring everything you ever need. And Christians today don't even have Bibles to know the word. Christians don't even know what word they are believing on. What word? Why are you doing what you are doing? That is what makes you a Christian. You should know. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says, in the beginning 
was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was what? God. All things were made by him, by the word. And without the word or without him was not anything made that is made. So without the word, you cannot amount to anything. Hello? That is why in Genesis, the Bible says God spoke and the spirit moved. So the world world was created by the word. All things were made by him. And without him, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So without the word of God, you cannot amount to anything. Hallelujah. And the devil has done a very good work. It's made people not to even believe in the word of God. It's made people not to read their Bible. It's made people not to even own a Bible. It's made people not to have a scripture. So Christians go to church, everything, but what they don't have is the word. That is why the devil will always come. You see, when the devil tempted Jesus, it was the word that Jesus used. Everything you overcome by the word. Hallelujah. Yeah, his word. And if you know, the word is God. The word was with God and the word was God. That is why the devil doesn't want you to have God. So how much of the word you have is how much of the of God you have. Hallelujah. Yeah, it, it, that's what the Bible says. You shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. It's the truth you know, not the truth you have been told. Hello? Not the truth you had. It's the truth you know. May you know the truth. I said, may you know the truth. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Yeah. So Jesus is the truth, and he's the way. He's the way. And the Bible said, if you know the truth, if you know the truth, the truth will make you free. The truth will make you free. Hallelujah. If you don't believe the word of God, it, it is terrible. Adam made a mistake and went against the word of God. That is the reason for all our suffering. We're not supposed to die. God said, the word, the day you eat of this fruit, you will surely die. He thought that it was a joke. And we also, we are making fun and we are following the same trend that happened in the garden. We are going against the word. Whatever God says, he means it. He means it. You may think that, oh, he doesn't really mean it. He means it. When he said, when you eat, you will die. So look through the pages of the Bible. Look for a a, a scripture and base your faith on it. Believe it. Because whatever the word says, that is what he will do. Are you here? Yeah. Maybe I can show you another scripture in Isaiah chapter 55. Look at verse number... uh, is it 10? 10 and 11. Bible says, For as the rain, look at this, for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not hither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bad, 
that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things whereto I sent it. Amen. Bible says, as you see, have you seen a rain raining from down going up? Have you seen a snow going from down up? Say the the way rain come from heavens and snow from heavens and come down and it can make the ground wet, okay, and can cause people to have seed and can cause things to grow. Say that is how his word is. His word will never return to him void. So whatever word you, you are believing, you have a reward. You have the produce. You have what the word says. Hallelujah. You need to believe in it. You need to believe. Hallelujah. Yeah. So many people don't pay tithe because they don't even know what the Bible says about a tithe. And the devil has specialized to make Christian poor. Bible said there was a wise man a, a wise, a poor wise man. A poor wise man. He was wise, but he was poor. You may think that when you are wise, you make money. A poor wise man. Because the thing that make you wise is different from the things that make you rich. That is why we have wise virgins and foolish virgins. What makes you a virgin? Okay, what makes you a wise virgin? They, they were in church. They were in church hearing the same thing, but one became wise and one. And Jesus said, whoever hears my word and obeys it and does it, he will be likened unto a wise man. So obeying the word, doing the word is what makes you, hallelujah. Don't put the word of God aside. Amen. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I feel that many of us, we even give offering without expecting anything. We pay our tithe without the anticipation of what God has said. Or you don't even know what God has said concerning the tithe. And unfortunately, we have also not taken our time to teach you about the tithe so that it will benefit you. It is not, it is not scriptural. For you to tie, give offering, give seed, and be poor. Hallelujah. Yeah. So may the word, the tithe belongs to the Lord. Amen. Yeah. So take your tithe, take your offering, take your seed. I need to encourage you. Give something you have not given before. Your tithe. If you have your phones, your iPad, that's our account number. You can join it. You can link it to the church account. Use your cell number and your name as the reference. Somebody will get in touch with you, send you the covenant blessing. Every single month, there's a blessing that God releases upon Titus. And if you pay your tithes and you don't get a covenant blessing, let us know. Hallelujah. So take your offering, your tithes, a seed, can see our churches don't have gates. The drivers are using here as a runabout, a circle. They come and turn in. You can get angry and just do a motorized gate for us. 
we will not stop you at all. <laughs> it's a seed you are sowing. Amen. But you can't take that from your tithe. <laughs> because the tithe is the Lord's. Can you see it? The tithe belongs to the Lord. Okay, so take your tithe, take your offering, take your seed, whatever you are giving, take it and let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the opportunity we have to do your word. Thank you for the opportunity. You need envelope, you can lift your hand. Somebody will bring you an envelope. Somebody will bring you an envelope. Who needs an envelope? Okay. Go. Ashes. Give me some here. Give me some. You are anointed to give envelopes. You need an envelope to do this. Your tithe should not fit into your palm if you are paying the actual tithe. That's why it's better to transfer it. May your salary not be taken from an ATM machine. Ah! May your salary be more than any limit. Your salary, may it be more than the daily limit of your boss. How can they redraw all your salary one day? It is not possible. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. How can your boss go to the ATM redraw and share one redraw for three people your salary? I cancel all such things. In the name of Jesus. You need, you are paying cash. You need an envelope to do it. You, because you need to write your cell phone number and your name at the back. God bless you. And those of us who also don't have accounts, or you have an account but you've forgotten the pin because there's nothing in there. Lord, I pray. And people who are changing from FMB to Capitec, from APSA to Capitec, from Standard to Capitec because of bank charges. Lord, I pray that bank charges will not be a problem. In the name of Jesus. You will not go and fight the bank manager because of two rand. In the name of Jesus. May your, may your balance always not be negative. Hey. My God. They shouldn't call me that my, my church member is fighting with a manager over, over 35 uh, rand or 80 rand. Said they took it before time. You should have waited. Lord, help us. Help us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Instead of closing accounts, we would rather add more accounts. May we have four different sources of income. Lord, make it possible. Open our eyes to know the business we can do. Give us a skill. Give us a skill. Give us a skill. Lord, let promotion come over your people. Bless your sons and daughters. These ones are those who are financing the gospel. They are those who are making it possible for us to preach the gospel. Lord, make it, oh God. Those who are about to graduate, may they just be waiting for them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of unemployment. We cancel the spirit of unemployment. Hey, internship that people cannot have. I appoint the day of your internship. May the internship continue into a permanent job. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May they pay you like a worker. 
even though you are doing intention. Hey, and may they prefer you more than all the people who are working there. May the Lord place favor over your life. Be blessed, be favored, be chosen, be selected, be preferred. In the name of Jesus, I place favor over your life. Favor, 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 favor. Let the favor of God, let favor of God, let favor of God, hey, come over your life. In the name of Jesus, wherever they wrote, no vacancy. Ah, may they accept you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I bless you. I prophesy new dispensation, new jobs, new opening, new businesses, new ideas, new skills, hey, new opportunities, new blessings. My God, let it come over your people. Only you can do this for your name and for your glory. Now, Lord, we cannot boast, but acknowledge that this is the doing of the Lord. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Shall we stand to our feet? Well, we thank God that our pastor is in the house. Hallelujah. We have already been fed, but I can hardly wait for the main message. All I know is that we are going higher and higher. So with Jesus' joy, please help me to receive our pastor and our shepherd at home. Stand up to your feet. Welcome Bishop Napoleon. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you for this great opportunity. Everybody lift your hand for this great opportunity to receive from your hand. Lord, let our coming not be in vain. Just a word from you is all we need to change our lives. Father, let that word come through this afternoon. Let this word change our lives. You are the word, Lord. And let your word let your word. Oh, yes. Take away the pain. Bring the healing, the solution, the answers. Father, we thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit of God, have your way. And above all, let your will be done. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. All right. Okay. So you can see that we've already taken the announcement. International Sunday is coming on on 24th of this month. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought you put your hands together. Okay. So you saw samples of the things that you could do. Okay. And this year, we are all becoming uh, South African. We are different tribes okay yeah so please make sure that on that day you get a traditional uh, south african clothes come as a zulu as a vendor as a cause as a colored as a white person whatever you, you you want to come but uh make sure that we can identify you with one of the groups 
Are you getting it? Yeah. Today, uh, sorry, on 24th, every one of us, we are representing South Africa. Amen. So that is very important. That is very important. Uh, the message is very simple. I'm sharing about why, okay, non-Titan Christians become poor and how Titan Christians can be rich. Amen. I know in July we did uh, justice to it, so I'm going to continue and I'm going to share with you. Today I want to share with you why some people don't pay tithes. You know, when you look into the book, the topics are very nice, 22 different chapters, but we have only this man to do it. So I'm condensing it, compressing it, squeezing it, making it in a way that you will be able to uh, digest and benefit from. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Already we've spoken about some of the topics, what every Christian should know uh, about Titan. I mean, different what Jesus said about Titan, different, different things. So I need you to so there's a holistic view of what we are doing. Are you getting it? Yeah. So in different, different places, you will see what I'm talking about. So be ready. And for a very short time, we'll be out of here. Amen. Amen. So why? Why were you not paying tight at a certain point in your life? I want to tell you. <laughs> Are you here? Yeah. You know, very soon I, we are going to uh, come to something that I will want you to think about. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Hello? Yeah, so it means as we are here, the mind of Christ may not be in us. Do you understand? So if you don't have the mind of Christ, you need to find out what is the mind that you have. Because you need to know the mind you have to put it away so you can have the mind of Christ. So very soon we'll be talking about that. Some people even don't know what is in their mind. Are you there? Yeah. Some people even don't know. Because you need to know that, hey, if... The Bible said, let this mind be in you. It means that there's a mind in you that is not correct. So I will be taking samples to know whether you know even the mind that is in you. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the same way, I'm talking about why some people don't pay tight. Amen. Yeah, there's reasons why people don't pay tight. And those reasons are the same reasons why some people are still not paying tight. <laughs> are you here? So, um, the first reason why people don't pay tight, I told you I have almost 20 minutes, then we'll be uh, out of here. The first reason why people don't pay tight is that they don't pay tight because they don't know about it. Or ignorance. Some people, their ignorance is willful. They decide not to know about it. Because when they know about it, they will have to pay. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Are you here? So in Acts chapter 17, verse number 30, what does the Bible say? Acts chapter 17, verse number 30. Are you there? Acts chapter 17, verse number 30. The Bible says, In the time of this ignorance, God went at, but now commanded all men everywhere to be, uh, everywhere to repent. Okay? Yeah, I'm not quoting it out of context. The context of uh, Acts chapter 17 is the Mass Hill. That is where God went to preach about. Uh, in, in Athens, and he saw that they had put some statues and writings, and they said to the unknown God. Okay, the Apostle Paul spoke about. So the whole chapter of Acts chapter 17 was talking about, it's called the Mass Hill. If you're a Christian, you need to know the sermon that Paul preached at the Mass Hill. The uh, Greeks were very superstitious. They believed in God, but they did not know the living God. So they offered things to the unknown God. Are, are you there? Yeah. So Paul went to preach and told them, can you believe that some people, not that they did not know about Titan, they did not know about the existence of God at a point in time. Are you getting it? So Paul writes and says, the Bible teaches, he said, there are times, at a time of this ignorance, God went. So at a certain point in time, there are things that we need to know that we don't know. The Bible says, you can be excused. Okay? So even at that time, people did not even know about God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. So if somebody doesn't also know about Titan, it's understandable. Even God himself at a certain point in time, people did not know that he is the creator. Is the Elohim. The creator of the heaven and earth. Hallelujah. And Bible is teaching us that there is ignorance. Ignorance causes people not to know what they should know. Some people think that education is expensive. But you need to try ignorance. You notice that ignorance is more expensive than education. Are you here? So ignorance keeps people from knowing what they need to know. It's one of the big issues of our world. Every person's problem is what he doesn't know. What you don't know is ready to kill you more than what you know. You are not likely to die by what you know. You know, when I pick a cable, if there's a cable here, this cable that is here, I'm sure you can see from the stage. If this is a live wire, can I see it? If this is a live, can you see it? If this is a live wire, I mean, naked wire, bare, and you know that electricity is passing through, and if you know, when you touch it, what will happen to you? It will electrocute you, you'll be shocked, you can die out of it. Once you know it, you are not likely to die by it. But when you don't know it, you can mistakenly step on it because you don't know what it is. So what you don't know is actually what is killing you. 
Hello? I said, what you don't know is actually ignorance is the greatest killer. That's why Bible says, my people are destroyed. Because of what? The devil? No. Because of lack of knowledge. So when God don't want you to be destroyed, when God don't want you to waste your life and to be poor, he causes you to know what is destroying you. Some of us, what has made us who we are, if only God will help you to know that it is your friend that you have followed, that is why you are there. The friend that you love, you spend all the time. The friend that you think that is the only person who understands you may be the reason for your state. What you don't know about you, yeah, it's like somebody who is sleeping around like a man. He thinks that he's having a fun. And he thinks that he's, he's a playboy. You see, he's flirting with that. He's having fellowship with that. But he doesn't know. He thinks that he's having fun. He doesn't even know what he, he doesn't know. In the same way, ignorance, ignorance, lack of knowledge causes people to perish. So when God wants to help you so that you don't destroy, people become poor because they don't know what they need to know. Christians are poor because the knowledge that will let them be rich, they don't know. Christians are powerless because the knowledge that will let you have the power, they don't have it. They don't even read it. So what you don't know is actually your mountain. And it is the same when it comes to Titan. Ignorance. People don't pay tight because they don't know. They, don't, they simply don't know. And not only that, people did not know God at a point in their life. But when you read even um, in Acts chapter uh, 19, I believe verse number 4, at a point, our verse 3, Paul also passed through the coast of Ephesus and came to Corinth. There were people who were Christians, not unbelievers. They were Christians, but they also did not know whether there was any Holy Ghost. They did not know that there was Holy Ghost baptism, that there's Holy Spirit that they were supposed to receive. So ignorance, keep people. These were people who were born again. Are you there? And Bible said, he said unto them, if you read from verse number one, Bible says, and it came to pass that why? Apollos was at Corinth. Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. These were Christians like me and you. And he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? Since you believe, have you received the Holy Ghost? It means when you believe, you must receive the Holy Ghost. And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Ignorant. They did not even know. These were disciples. Disciples are followers of Christ. They were following Christ, but they did not even know that to be a Christian, it begins with the Holy Ghost. The recreation, the rebirth comes about by the Holy Spirit. It's like you have something that you don't even know you have. Ignorance. That is why Christians are poor. 
God, they don't even know the Titan like I'm saying. Why does God need runs in heaven? No. He says that the, the thousand uh, 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 hills, the cattle, the thousand cattle upon the hills are mine. The silver and gold are mine. If I were hungry, I would not ask you. But he comes to tell you that the tithe is mine. It's holy unto me. And people still don't get it. People still, to the extent that he can say that if you don't pay your tithe, you are cursed because you have taken my holy thing. You are robbing me. It's ignorance that you, Bible says, ignorance is what is destroying us. Lack of knowledge. My people perish. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Ignorance. Ignorance. Are you there? Bible says you have robbed me and therefore you are cursed. What a curse. Why will you want to curse you? Nobody wants to do that. But because you don't know the effect of not giving God's holy tithe to him, you are keeping it to your own detriment. Why people don't pay the tithe? It's ignorance. It's ignorance. They don't know. They don't know that they don't know. That is what the Bible says, I will give you pastors after my own heart. And these pastors will not give you mobile phone. They said they will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Because the thing that is causing us to be destroyed, the thing that is causing Christians to be poor, the thing that is not making us financially buoyant, the thing that has deflated our financial enthusiasm, You are on, on, on empty when it comes to finances. Lack of knowledge. Lack. Ignorance. I'm saying that not even about Titan. Titan is okay. So as a Christian, I don't know. But it's okay. But people were disciples. They did not know about the Holy Spirit. People were Christians. I mean, and they did not even also know about God. But the Bible says, for a time that you were ignorant, God would wink at, but is, I mean, commanded that a time comes that you need to repent from your ignorance. Are you there? And the time of this ignorance of God, ignorance, God wink at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, I repent. I repent. From not paying my tithes. Hallelujah. Unless the Bible is not true. Unless you don't believe. Jesus said. Give. And it shall be given back unto you. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. He said it is more blessing to give. Than to receive. Unless if the Bible. If this is not true. Then John 3.16 is also not true. It is not true. Then all the, then what? What are you believing? Whatever the Bible says is true. Yeah, you believe it, you change your life. You don't believe it to your own detriment. That is why when God wants to help you, say lack of knowledge. My people are perishing. How can we have a, a, a poor wise man? A poor wise man. 
Yeah. He was wise, but he was poor. Because there are things that can make you rich, but if you don't know it. Are you there? So the first reason why people don't pay tithes. Some people know that they don't have the money. They have the money. They have the money. They can even give money to people, charity, but they don't pay tithes. It's not like parting with money is the problem. No. But they don't have the knowledge. They give more than the tithe elsewhere, but they don't pay tithe. Am I preaching to anyone? Yeah. They give. It's not like. It's, it's not like. They give actually more than the tithe. But because they don't know about the tithe, they don't pay it. I'm just about closing. Number two. <laughs> You need to add the Acts chapter 19 to 18. Number two, people don't pay tithe because they don't believe in tithing. Some other people, they know about, but they don't believe. They choose not to believe it. Hello? Just as people choose not to speak in tongues. <laughs> Just as people choose, they, mm, I, I don't want that thing. It's not for me. But we hear Paul asking, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? It means it is not possible for you to say you believe when you don't have the Holy Spirit. Are you here? It's very, very important. It's very, very important for you to believe. Because whatever you don't believe will never happen to you. Can you believe that even Jesus could not help those who did not believe? He came unto his own, but his own receiving not. But as many as believed in him to them. So what you believe is what happens. Like a prophecy. You will hear prophets saying, the prophecy you believe is the prophecy you. So if you don't believe in Titan, the blessings of Titan, the open heavens will not be available to you. The presence of God rebuking the devourer for your sake will not be. Yeah, it's uh, Acts chapter 10 verse 35 that talks about it is more blessed to give than to receive. Hallelujah. Are you here? So how many know Titan but they don't believe in so many people? Number three. People don't pay their tithe because they suffer from selective obedience. People suffer from selective obedience. They want to obey the things that are easy and nice and convenient. Things that doesn't cost them anything. So when they read the Bible and they see the titan, they, they jump. This is not my portion. This one is for the pastor. When they see the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not he makes me lie down in green paths. 
church. Still waters restore my soul. Hate me by. For his name's sake, even though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love, yeah, with my Jesus. I'm in love. I fall in love with. Then he said, Yes! This is my portion. The Lord is my portion. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory of Christ Jesus. I am the head and not the tail. Hey, I wish above all that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Hey, Kabaluma Handy. Oh, I am above and no beneath. Hey, I am healed in the name of Jesus. By his stripes, I am healed. I am more than a conqueror. I am a victor. I am overcomer. I, hey, but when they see, pay your tithes. This is not my portion. Pray without season. Then they say, Tofiakwa. Me to pray, Tofiakwa. Give. And it shall come back to you. Press down. Shaking together. Running. When this is. No, 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 no. This is not my portion. This is not my portion. People suffer from selective obedience. They obey the things. When they read, children obey your parents in the so no, Tofiakwa, this one is not my portion. Do you know what my mother has done? Do you know what my father? How can I? People suffer from selective obedience. They just want to obey the, those things that are convenient. Yeah. They want to just obey. They don't want to obey anything that is difficult. Don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together. When he says, oh no, it is why it's for the pastor. Pastor must always be there. <laughs> He's talking about the pastor. You know, we are not the pastors. When they read Matthew chapter 6, verse number 33, seek ye first. The kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all these things. And no, he's talking about the missionaries and the pastors. You know, we are lay people. We are ordinary people. People suffer from selective. They choose what to obey. They choose. They choose. That's why people don't pay tight. First is ignorance. Second, they don't believe it. And third, they choose. They choose what they want to believe. Yeah, they choose what they want to believe. Are you there? Yeah, that's why you, you hear them. That the tithe is an Old Testament law. Meanwhile, the Lord is my shepherd is also in the Old Testament. 
I'm saying that you, I know. How are you forgotten? There are scriptures, the Lord shall fight for me and I hold my peace. It's also in the Old Testament. They look at their hands and they can see veins. They can see their, their skin veins everywhere. And they are listening. They said, these Egyptians that I see, I shall see them no more. It's also in the Old Testament. But when they read that the tithe, it is mine, it is holy. You say, ah, Lord, you don't mean like this. It will know. When they read, let not the sun go down on your anger. They say, no, they are talking about some people. This one is no. Uh, yeah. They read from Ephesians that as becoming sin, be ye followers of God, dear children. As becoming sin, let it not be named among you once, even as a fornicator. So it doesn't mean. Doesn't mean if you are going to marry the person, it's okay. Selective, I'm telling you. People select what they want to obey. But when they, they read and they see, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Say, it's my portion. It's my portion. If they read and say that, the Lord is taking you to a good land, a blessed land, a land that is flowing with milk and honey. A land that you shall mine all. Then they say it's my portion. I receive it. I grab it. I take it. I walk into it. In the name of Jesus. This is my portion. I seize the blessing. You can see people. When the blessings are come. They are more than goalkeepers. They, they jump. I receive it. I catch it. It's mine. I appropriate it. And I walk into it. In the name of Jesus. When they read, but when they read, the Bible says, there's forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be just, ah, Lord, that is why I love you. <laughs> that is why I love you. You always forgive me, you know. <laughs> you always forgive me. Thank you. Your way says, you, you see, people have specialized, they have the scriptures. That are nice that they quote. Yeah. Lord, you promise never to leave me nor forsake me. Lord, did you not say that a man shall not be alone? I can see the feeling in my body is too much now. My God. Lord, I've been alone for 32 years. Lord, do something. Do something this year. Let my legs become full, Lord. Let them put a ring on my hand. Hey. Lord, you said, whatever we say, we shall have it. I, 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 the seized men, are you, you, some guys you are here, you have been seized by ladies that you don't know. I seize him, I camp him, I capture him. He will not see any lady but me. In the name of Jesus. Any lady who tries to cross me and cross me, I bind the lady. Lord, I release the sister only to see me. Hey! But when you read 
that three times in a year thou shalt appear before the Lord and you shall not, you shall not appear empty. Three times. You shall appear before the Lord and you shall not appear empty. You shall bring the first fruit. You say, oh, it's the Old Testament first fruit. It's not our portion. Give your tithe. You say, away. You clap your hands. Away. 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 Selective obedience. Ask the person sitting by you, which of the word have you intentionally selected not to do it? Selective disobedience. We did not read the scripture. I don't know why you are so happy already. Let's end with this one. Second Corinthians. I'm trying. Second Corinthians chapter 8. Let's read from verse number 7. These pastors, they have selected scriptures that are not for us. And they are bringing it to us. This one was not for the Jews. But even you, you declare the Jewish blessing that I am blessed going and I am blessed coming. Though an enemy shall encamp around me, my heart shall not fear. In this will I be confident. The Lord shall smite he that comes against me. Hey, you are quoting scripture so. They will come against me in one way, but I, I will cause them to flee in seven different ways. Tyrants are prepared for war but safety shall be of you. I am blessed going, and I am blessed coming. I am the head and not the tail. I receive my promotion. I shall possess my possession. The Lord shall make my feet like the hind's feet, and I shall walk upon my mountains. Hey, blessed are my children. The blessings of Abraham are mine. The blessings of Isaac are mine. Hey, for the Bible says, Curse is any man that hang on the cross so that the blessings of Jesus shall come upon him. Hey, for Jesus became poor so that through his poverty I will be rich. They will be appropriating. <laughs> but when they come to where? The Bible says. <laughs> it is for thee, it is given unto thee not only to believe but also to suffer. Me to suffer. Away. Tell somebody, Pastor, know about you. Today is the death of selective obedience. Be seated. It's a church. It's a church. I'm trying. You see, people did not know that Titan is the key. You see how excited you are. The devil has deceived us. Blindfolded us not to see our prosperity. The message of Titan is the message of prosperity. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If only you can believe. L listen to this. Therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, in all diligence, and in, in your love to us, See that ye abound in this grace also. What grace? The grace of giving. You know, sometimes the King James, it doesn't bring the thing. Can you have NLT? What does NLT say? 
Since you excel, people excel in faith, they believe. Entrance, they preach. But when it comes to giving, you notice that. Since you excel in so many ways in your faith, your gifted uh, speakers, your knowledge, your enthusiasm, and your love from us, I want you to excel also in this gracious act of what? Giving. It's in the Bible. Don't select faith and knowledge. You can share with us powerful knowledge. Meanwhile, you don't pay tithes. Can t- come and tell us you preach about uh, eschatology. Can preach about different the broomstick of Jehu. You preach about Aaron's beard. You preach about the arithmetic of sin. The arithmetic of sin. Your subject are Peter before, during, and after Jesus. You have the topic so. Peter before, during, and after Jesus. So Peter before was a fisherman. During Jesus, who was he? Was a follower. But after he became the apostle. Hey, you have the knowledge. The Saul and David in you. Hey. The Saul and David in you. The part of me that want to kill the people of God. The part of me that don't want to do the things of God. That is the Saul in me. But the David in me is about to slay the Goliath. The David in me is the worshiper. The David in me is the one who goes to the back of the desert. The David in me is the keeper of the sheep. The David in me is the one who feeds a few flock. Hey! The Saul and David in me. I can see Saul in me, but I can also see David in me. Your topics are afar off. Knowledge, afar off. Peter followed Jesus afar off. If you don't want to betray Jesus, don't follow him afar. You have the knowledge, but you don't pay your tithes. Bible says, see! Make sure you have abound in faith, in knowledge, in love, diligence, hard work. But make sure, see to it that you also abound in giving. When it comes to giving, you should also make sure that you abound. You abound. Tell somebody, make sure. Tell somebody, make sure that you abound. Not only in giving lectures and giving, you don't pay your tithe, but you always have. I'm trying. Our time is up. Stand to your feet. <laughs> you see, the next one is so nice when I take it, I don't know when I will close. <laughs>
No, 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 no. no. We are already over time. See to it that you are bound in this knowledge, my brother. See to it that you are bound. See to it. See to it that you are bound in this. See to it that you are bound in this. See to it that you are bound in this. Even your mother, you have not honored her before. Yeah. You are working. Your mother has looked after you. It is so painful for you to even buy a scarf. And throw at her that, mommy, thank you. You don't even need to work to honor and to give. Out of the money that they have given, you can even buy a handkerchief out of the money and give it to them. Oh, you become like the sea. You just want to receive it. It's like... And when you are praying, you are always lifting him. Lord, give me, give me. My name is Jimmy. Give me, give me. My name is Jimmy. Give me. Oh, this is your prayer. But Bible says that, look, therefore, as you are bound in everything, in faith, you are bound. You, you are flourishing so many things. In utterance, in knowledge, you can speak well. You are articulate. You are like an orator. You are fluent. You use big words, fabagastic. Tintinablation. Yeah. Sometimes you speak, you confuse yourself. You don't even know what you have said. In all diligence, hard work, and in love to us, in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. See to it. That is why many Christians are poor. Because, because God needs something to work with. God needs something to work with. I'm telling you. God needs something. He said, don't make a mistake. If you go further, can we read verse number nine? I don't have all the time. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. So that by his poverty, he could make you rich. And he's telling you that Jesus was rich. He became poor so that he will make us rich. That's why he said that don't make a mistake. You will not be rich if you don't abound in the grace of giving. Because the grace of giving is the, is the, is the condom, is the, is, the, is the channel. The conduit through which the prosperity comes. Because he blesses. He blesses. Prosperity is doing normal things and cause God causing you to have abnormal harvest. Give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, running over. Hallelujah. So pay your tithe and you will open the windows of heaven. We don't believe it. We select. And you have all knowledge. You have master's degree. But you are receiving matric salary. You have uh, HND, but they are paying you from ATM. You don't even understand. Like the, like the earth, no matter how poor you are, if you don't give your grain, your seed, that is not enough. If you don't sow it, you will never have a harvest. It is when the one that you don't have 
that which is not enough. Whether you are rich or poor, the ground doesn't look at who you are. It's what you give it that he multiplies and gives it back to you. Say, I'm so poor, I cannot give. I'm so poor. You, that's why the poor remain poor. Because the loss of, of, of sowing and reaping is not only for some. It's for all. They are lost, like the gravity. You cannot say you're a Christian, you fasted so much, so you go and stand in the Liberty Tower, or then you jump, praying in tongues. When you're about to do that call, we will bring the coffin. I will not even pray that you should come back. You cannot. The Lord, they are lost. Hallelujah. That's what Bible says. Look, ensure, see to it. Make sure that you are, bound, you are bound also in the grace of giving. To, today, I pray that the grace of giving will come over you. I refuse to be a pastor over poor people. But your, your attitude of giving is what to determine your prosperity. Lord, deliver me from being a pastor over poor people who are not ready to change their lives. When you sow, it is not possible for you to sow and not have a harvest. That's what Paul says. That make sure, make sure, make sure that you are bound in this grace also. And he goes on to tell you that because Jesus Christ, though he was rich, he became poor. That through his poverty, he will make us rich. But he needs something to work with. He needs something to work with. If not, ah, you can buy stock. It will not work. You will be watching the uh, uh, forest. The business that has come that people are doing. Forest trading. trading. You want to buy bitcoins. And, you, you know what? <laughs> it is the blessings of God that make it rich. And others not so. Yeah. Somebody will do it and prosper. You see, when God bless what you are doing, it becomes prosperous. But when you keep it in, see to it that you are bound in this grace also. May the grace of giving come over you. May you never default in your tithing from today. In the name of Jesus. Do we have envelopes here? A lot of envelopes. Or maybe next week when you are coming, take two envelopes right at the back. At the back. What month are we in? Yeah, right at the back. Even before October comes. You write at the back. October tight. November tight. And December tight. Right at the back. I'm going to be praying over in your name. I'm going to pray over it. Hallelujah. Because when you go on, when you go on, you notice that, hey, you have done yourself not sowing, not tighten. You have deceived yourself. The devil has captured us. He'll allow you to be a righteous, a righteous, holy, virgin, but poor. Because the things that are supposed to come to you, you have not fulfilled. You have not. You have, there's nothing for him to bless. There's nothing for him to work with. May you abound in the grace of giving. I don't know, but I can see as though something has turned in the spirit. I see givers. I see financiers. I see prosperous people. The same thing that you are doing, 
after you have become a tighter and a giver and a seed sower, did you read it? It said he is the one who gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And he multiplies the seed sown. May God multiply every seed that you have sown. I say, may he multiply the seed that you have sown. The same work, the same venue, the same marriage, the same children, the same thing that has not worked. The same thing that has not worked. When you become a tighter, a giver, a, a seed-giving person, see that the same thing as though magic. Say, what happened? Because he has rebuked the devourer. It's now multiplying the seed soon. He took just loaves and two fishes. And he was able to change the story. That surplus is more than. Oh my God, thank you. Thank you that you have taken ignorance out of us today. Amen. Hey, the devil has lost a battle. Poverty is broken. You shall not die poor. You shall not live as a poor person. In the name of Jesus, we break the back of poverty. Ah, we possess our possession. We enter into the places reserved for us. We are driving our cars. We will not be jealous of people who are in air-conditioned cars. Because we will drive our own. In the name of Jesus. Be a landowner. Be a landlady. Be a property owner. You will have burdens. You will have cars. Have vessels. Become a possessor, influencer. Hey, the blessings of God. That make it rich and added no sorrow. Let it be your portion. Ah, Mahuta Sante. Liando, Suta, Bande. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We have known the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That he was poor. Though he was rich, he became poor. He became poor. That he will make. Hmm? That he, through his poverty, might make you rich. That we might be rich. Lord, I declare. That your poverty will not be in vain. Your death, your resurrection will not be in vain. Let every poor person, everyone who has suffered, hey, Mahata, let power change hands in the name of Jesus. May the eyes of your children be open to see that the ground they are standing on is a fertile ground. That as they sow into it, as they plant, as they seed, as they give, as they honor, Oh, they will have abundance. And let them not be able to count their money. Give them more than money. With the money, add long life, good health, and strength. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.